Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, yeah, I don't think anything major to report on my side. <laughs> How are you? I'm all right, thank you. Oh, I want to tell you a thing. Okay. That I got this surprise puzzle yesterday. I was like, what's this? And you remember my book, Fashion, a very short introduction? Yeah. Well, it's now come out in a bilingual Chinese-English version. That's amazing. Which is so exciting. Yeah, I didn't even know it was happening. They just arrived on my doorstep. That's super exciting. Congratulations. It's so exciting. Thank you very much. I just love it. I mean, it follows in the tradition of my book and my work being translated into thing, into languages I can't read, which I find quite intriguing. Like mm. it's, it's such an honor and it's so amazing. But I also, it's like I almost hope they've just written a story that they made up. Yeah. How did how how does it work? Is it on one page and on the opposite page, or how do have they done no, it? No, it's, it it's two like separate... two books joined oh, okay. together. It's, wow. It, mm. Yeah. But yes, it's like it, it could say anything, and I would. <laughs> That's which amazing. is always a weird feeling, but yeah. it's also super exciting. Yeah, very exciting. You know, I don't know if the Chinese people are waiting for this book, but they have it now. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good. So that was very exciting. Yeah. And you messaged me about Gautier. <laughs> did <gasps> oh you, my Lord. Did I, you watch I the said, whole thing? I did. I wow. Watched the whole thing and I was, I was like desperate for you to be watching it too so we could like comment Yeah, unfortunately together. I couldn't I at that point. No, yeah. it was a shame. I should have like made you, you know, I should have prepared you hours yeah. before and said you must do this. Yeah, we should have it sat down so with popcorn or something. We should, yeah. we should. Oh my God, it was so, so, so exciting and just, I love him so much. Mm. I really do. And he was and wearing know, a jumpsuit. Oh my God, I thought that's an homage to yeah. Beatrice, <laughs> if I've ever seen one. Huh. And he had his little Breton shirt with it. It yeah. was just perfect. It was perfection. And I don't know if you saw that bit, that, but there was a bit that was like a riff on those jumpsuits where some of them had the same color blue sequins like coming up from the hem of the trousers, for example. Oh, really? My girl needs one of those. Oh, I didn't see see that. I can see you twinkling and sparkling in the storeroom. Yeah, that would be good. That would be really good. Mm. I think you need to, because you saw some of it, didn't you? Yeah, I saw some of it. Um, So I went through all the looks, but that doesn't Mm. really give you the experience. And then I saw sort of clips of... Mainly on French TV, where they where they put where they put together all the French celebrities. Oh right. Yeah, so that I saw sort of bits bits of that. Yeah, so tell tell me what I should look out for. Well, you, I think it's still available. On... Oh, it's on his website now. The whole thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you can watch the whole mm. thing. I mean, it's hard to break it down because there were just so many bits I liked, and what I really liked was. Well, let me start at the beginning. I liked that it was in a theatre and it was his, mm. it was this big finale. I thought that was a really lovely thing to do. And I know I'm always jaded about fashion shows, but I liked it that this had this particular purpose and sense of event and of marking his history and kind of making history and mm. drawing a line. I think that's a very beautiful thing. And... I loved because it was the stage set was very kind of theatrical and I loved there's something so compelling about just seeing model 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 walking down stairs Stairs, and then marching towards Mm. I think that was it was so simple but so 
effective yeah. and the way that they use the stairs that they can walk in different directions up them and sometimes one sometimes a group sometimes into sexing groups of people so I think I really liked that that it was quite old school but also very exciting because his clothes are so exciting that that was lovely I loved 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 all the um the Breton shirts I mean, I, I mean, I loved them anyway, yeah. but I really enjoyed, there was one that had like huge sort of pleated shoulders that stood up round her face, which I thought was beautiful and I really liked. And I liked, I especially loved the menswear actually. I think it was a real reminder of how brilliant he is at menswear. And, and something I really think, I was thinking about with him because I'm not usually into fashion that's kind of witty. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, usually I kind of think, well, if you're a witty person, be witty. You don't need to wear it as an outfit as well. But I think he has such lightness of touch. There's mm. like something so charming. And I was thinking, is it because he has a background in couture that there's such a lightness of execution? I don't know. But there's something very kind of warming and inclusive i don't mean i mean he is inclusive in the big in the political yeah. sense but mm. i think kind of welcoming in his work even though it's actually quite difficult in some ways yeah that's a really good point i wonder why because if you think of i never know is it moschino yeah. yes if you think that is quite different yes mm. like i think i think with with Moschino, I mean, I think there's a great sense of joy in mm. the original Moschino, not yeah. Moschino now, which I'm not even going to discuss. But like Franco Moschino, I think he had a sense of real verve and joy. But there's something a bit spikier mm. about mm. the political comments and that bit, I don't know. Whereas with Gautier, there's just a sense of joy and of wanting to explore. And I, to me, that's why he was able to explore many different cultures because to me it seemed like he'd really thought about this and really looked at this and really kind of brought it into the Gautier universe but respected the source. I, I don't know, maybe that's just because I love him so much. That mm. I think that. But I feel like there was, in his work, I think there is a genuine inclusivity in all senses of the word. And it was very lovely to see, you know, models and actresses and singers and dancers people who clearly had such warmth for him yeah. because it was almost like it was a burlesque show and you had groups of models or individuals coming down and doing their little act that was an homage to him mm. so i really liked that a lot and yes the menswear i just think is incredible i really I like there were quite a few outfits at one point which was which is sort of denim jeans and yes quite yes. heavy attire I'm not heavy but quite not not skinny jeans you know really no no denim jeans that were actually there but then paired with other things I always I really like those those ones um there was a sort of they section were fantastic. Mm. they were fantastic no I mean th there was just it was kind of mind-blowing to try and keep hold in your brain of all the different yes. things because it was covering I mean because his his collections are so varied and yet they're so him at the same time mm. um which is so exciting but yeah I found it really thrilling to see the kind of evolution of his menswear and all those incredible like variations on trousers so like men in 
not just flared trousers, but almost like palazzo pants. Mm, yeah. That are so not That's worn true. by men, but look so elegant and beautiful worn by the right man. Mm. And then like trousers with a wrap around front so they look like a maxi skirt but when you walk they walk you can see it's trousers trousers yeah. and mm. and i think the kilts there's something about the length of waiting of his kilts that i think was always better than anybody else trying to do kilts for men and and i think again there's a lightness of touch in his combinations of things like you were saying with the denim mm. that he just is very much able to to kind of I don't know they just make me smile so many of his things I think that's what when you were talking about the humor I kept thinking what is it what is it and I I thought maybe again that's not right but I thought maybe he's sort of he sort of wants to make you laugh or be happy yes yes, but not laugh in a ha 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 you know just really no no it's kind of fun and you're sort of in on in on it and you're part of it um whereas with others you're in on it it's a bit more like you say look how witty i am i'm making this really witty joke here um whereas that that isn't the case um yeah now, I'm just looking at some of the denim, and it's really kind of skinhead influence. So it could be really threatening, but it's really not. Mm. And there's a sort of queerness to all of his work that's yeah. really beautifully, just really beautiful. I loved seeing Farida Khalifa in that, in the sort of oh, black that was pants. So be- and the, oh. She looked so gorgeous. That, that was, was yeah. ugh, mm. just perfection. Um, and I really liked... Obviously, everybody does. Coco Rocha mm. doing her Scottish yes. stuff. That was just, that was so impish and funny and yeah. beautiful and sweet. It was just really lovely. And I liked and, seeing, um, I don't know how you pronounce her name. She's the singer of Rita Mitsuko, Katrin Ringer. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know how you say it. Um, but I, lo- I loved the Rita Mitsuko, um, so it was nice to see her. That was wonderful. Yeah. And just... It felt like it was the sort of Gautier family yes. celebrating him, mm. which was so lovely. And, yeah, seeing the sort of older models who modeled for Junior Gautier, I think. Yes, that was um, nice. Mm. That was really fantastic. And just, yeah, just I'm just scrolling through on Vogue Runway, all the looks, and there's just, it's just so glorious and celebratory of fashion and I think of what fashion can do of how fashion can explore really difficult intimate things about bodies and sexuality and gender and race and ethnicity and age and he does it uh, yeah as we're saying he does it in a happy smiling this is an interesting world that we can look at kind of way rather than as you say kind of this is a serious exercise that we must all sit down and take notes from or that you know, I'm cleverer than you and I'm yeah. telling you mm. this. It's very much like he's just looking at the world and wanting to explore it and understand it through clothing, which mm. I think is really admirable. And yes, it was so beautiful when he came out in the, at the end yeah. in his jumpsuit. That was just gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. And, I... and I, I'm trying to find the jumpsuits that had... Oh, I've got it. I'm going to send you the one okay. with the sequins. Thank you. I would like you to own. Okay, please. thank if you. If you can make that happen somehow. Yeah, and you'll get the black and white outfit. Thank you. I would. Um, I would also appreciate that very yeah. much. That'd be glorious. Yeah. And and we will just swan around, but also being very 
inclusive at the same yeah. time as swanning mm. around yeah. you weren't just swan yeah. so long live go to you yes and also <clears throat> so my voice is running out because having been on sabbatical as you know I have a very quiet voice naturally but when I'm teaching it rises up yeah because of having being back in teaching after six months not teaching not I'm to... really struggling mm. with my voice mm. I feel really bad for the students that I'm kind of croaking at them in tutorials because yeah. I can't I remember when I was teaching a lot I would come home and lock myself into the bathroom because I just didn't want to mm. talk for an hour at least. Or I so. know, it's really mm. strange having to talk yeah. that much. I, there's probably some clever acting thing you can do Maybe. so you're not straining yeah. your voice so much. Mm. But I wanted to also tell you, we went to Blythe House, you know, where the Viennese yeah. collection is. Oh, my word, such fun. I took my MA students. What did you look I, at? I, think, I don't think any of them had been this museum storeroom before so it was very special mm. and I just love that building I know they're moving to Stratford aren't they um, yeah but I do really love that building I love imagining it as a sorting office a Victorian sorting office and I know I'm busy I have mixed feelings with the building I oh really before I knew what it was and I just I've ah. been there I don't know if to me it more felt more like a hospital or something I oh. but maybe that's looking at what German in Germany certain building types are used for so yeah. I I and then when I, I was sort of relieved when I heard it had been a sorting office and oh. yeah now I, mean, I like I, it yeah but well, at the I beginning I found I went, yeah so I suppose I just saw it as that because mm. I really like I'm listening I'm I'm going reading through Dickens mm -hmm. at the moment and the main thing I like about Dickens is then going to places he's talking mm. about and imagining it as Dickensian mm. and so I <laughs> do that good. when I go to the to Blythe house not that Dickens I mean maybe he does talk about that I don't know that he does but I'm just imagining it mm. like that and so that's gorgeous and I enjoy that but then yes we had a very nice assistant curator called Claire Johnston who was showing us things so that she was lovely and It was basically to kind of show one garment from several of the major early 20th century designers. Oh, okay. So I know I've told you about some of the things that we've seen there before. Yeah. But something we haven't got at before, there was a Paul Poiré from 1911, which was really I don't fantastic. think I've ever seen a Poiré in the, uh, you know, really? a, a close up without a glass in between me oh, and the Poiré. Well, no, I I'm, really I'm to totally... I'm, I'm, of course, I, I have because we have at the museum. That's that's just totally wrong, um, but <laughs> but but not you know not the sort of archetypal. Because this one was interesting because it was both archetypal and different. Because it was really amazing because it was it was a T-shaped dress, empire line T-shaped dress. So it's really fascinating because what we kind of as we were looking at the garments, we were increasingly thinking they're all exploring how to be modern through clothing oh, that's like how mm. how how do you look to be modern which is something i've always been really fascinated mm. with that in the early 20th century so many things are changing how do you dress to be that new thing so with Poirot, it was it was really fascinating that he's looking back to you know it almost looked medieval you know it looked like all those t-shaped garments those are the foundations of probably 90% of all civilizations dress mm. is t-shaped so that you know it's very simple in construction it was this 
kind of dull sort of mole colored velvet mm -hmm. so you know that kind of gray slightly oh yeah mm -hmm. slightly brown so a really lovely soft kind of neutral but because it was velvet it was very sort of tactile and I like how velvet absorbs the light mm. so that was interesting and not what you expect because you expect no. Poirier at that period to be very bright and yeah but then it had at the hem a little inset at the bodice and on the sleeves it had a deep probably like 15 centimeter band of ribbed grosgrain ribbon mm -hmm. in stripes of sort of purple black orange and off-white mm. so really kind of framing the edges of the figure and sort of emphasizing the t-shapedness really because it was sort of just above the hem like on the on the ends of the cuffs of the sleeves and then yes this sort of semicircle at the neckline of the bodice and then it also had which we all liked very much like a bright purple the waistline was right under the bust and there's a bright purple again i don't know if it was ribbon but very bright um like line running across which was drawstring and had long cords that you would pull mm -hmm. with tassels, tassels on the end mm. which were in their own little paper bag for conservation reasons, <laughs> which was also nice yes so it was really fascinating how it was such a simplification of form and yet within that using decoration in, in a mm. very interesting way yeah so um how does it work did you say the designers you wanted to see and but not which pieces or how no i i picked specific things i okay. went on you know the collections website mm, and mm. and i i picked specific things because i really wanted the students to see like different versions of modern dress but also different embellishment techniques and particular mm. things so that we had that one first we kind of went through chronologically and that's really lovely as well because we've got in the Courtois collection we've got the Paul Erib Paul Poiret Les Robes de Pompe oh, Paul yeah. Poiret mm. book mm. so it was really which I think is the same year so it was really wonderful to see an actual dress yeah. from the same time as the illustration so that was beautiful and we saw a lovely kind of very pale sort of palest greeny oyster color fortuny which was wonderful so so those two it, we felt it was really about the textile but then what's been done to the textile mm. it's interesting that the sort of pleating becomes the way that you're modern and the way that Poiret is still imposing a shape on the wearer but fortuny the body yeah. is the shape and then Vionnet, of course yes which is the one that's got I never know if it's pulled thread work. I, I'm not clever enough to know the difference between these embroidery techniques. But it's like a cream day dress that's very simple looking, but then it's very complex structure mm. across the yoke with pulled thread work in diagonals and going across the top of the sleeves and, and like a beautiful decoration at the back. But it's all intrinsic, like nothing's added to the yeah. fabric. It's all from manipulation. Where the seams are and... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. And that has the most beautiful pale rose pink slip to go underneath it as well. Mm. That's really carefully cut so it wouldn't create friction between the layers. It's oh, gorgeous. 
and we saw sorry I'm just doing a big list for you now yes thank we, you did you saw, manage to I was just gonna did you manage mm. to talk a bit with the students afterwards or or I just no it no. was more that mm. we did it so we'll talk about it mm. next time yeah it'd be interesting to find out what they what they took from it yes mm. yes because it, it's like they were saying some really interesting things about the way the, the clothes would connect to your body and because we've been talking a lot in seminars about movement and gesture and how this one would make you stand this way and this one would you'd have to move different like you'd have to move so differently and stand so differently in the poro versus the fortuni mm. it would feel so different on your body yeah, and then the Vionnet is very much encouraging sort of movement, but, but quite controlled within that. And then we saw the Scaparelli from the circus collection, the little jacket mm. with the tumbling um, acrobat, acrobat buttons, yeah. which is amazing. And the dress that goes with that, I know I've told you about that before, but I, I really want someone to make this dress <laughs> just so we can see how it works. Because at the top, it look, it's like very heavy crepe, like a sort of deep purpley aubergine colored crepe and it's at the top it's like a little neat bodice over the bust and little straps bias cut but then from the middle there's like a triangle from a sort of tiny point from kind of I guess your like your belly button Mm. that would add real flair to the skirt and then there are slits from I guess kind of mid thigh to mid calf on either side of the skirt so you could wear it just normally as a dress and then have these slits mm-hmm. which would if you were dancing would kind of yeah. be interesting or you could put each one leg through each slit and have like the fabric in the middle and your legs out or you could put both legs through one slit and have like a kind of weighty bit on the side oh yeah i didn't i didn't know this dress at all or i don't know this well dress at all. it's really fantastic and interesting and i just want I just want someone to so you can to see, basically yeah. just appropriate this. Stuff. Yes. You know, mm. I know we're not supposed to encourage yeah. copying, but I want someone to copy this mm. because it's just so. It's like you can see the principles of how you how you'd wear it, but you. I just can't quite imagine what it would actually look like and yeah. how it would quite work to wear mm. it. These different, yeah. So that was lovely. And a new addition for this year's group was a Claire McCardle. I thought uh-huh. let's get some McCardle. Yes. So it's that, I don't know if you remember, There's a. it's like a little black top, it's jersey, so it's stretchy, and it's a little black top with nice kind of just slit cap sleeves, mm-hmm. and then it's got a slight drape at the neck and a slight drape at the hem, and then buttons, self-coloured little buttons on one side to fasten it. So it's very simple, very plain, and then a black skirt which has sewn down pleats. Mm. and it's it's just so perfect because you can see kind of references to like Vionnet and couture technique but rendered in such a beautiful simple way for ready to wear and you can see how it really connects with her philosophy that you could wear it to work in the day and then dress it up for Mm. the evening like that would totally work and I can imagine it in my head so I enjoyed that very much yeah that sounds like a Wonderful visit. It was, and we saw a Chanel, and we saw a um, Jacques Fat, 
we saw many things. Yeah. It was lovely. But Beatrice, it's going to be shut in December for several years because of the blue. Yeah, I know. And I think we, we, we're not supposed to have visitors anymore, really, from quite some time. Yeah, so it's, it's unfortunate. I think last time that happened, um, maybe not. Oh, no, last time it was staggered because at some point we got a lot of visitors because the V&A was closed when they right, first moved right. to Blythe House. And then I think we we had closed before that. But this time I think it will be the V&A and us and Bath, I think, as, as well. And Bath as well. So, Goodness, because I'd been thinking, oh, maybe I can get some funding and take the students to Bath. But if yeah. that's going to be shut But too. then it might be worth looking at... I know it means traveling, but the regional collections, they have such great stuff as well. Well, that's what I was thinking. Well. I was thinking, like, Brighton has mm. some really nice things. Yeah. Also, yeah, recently the Dutch conference was at Norwich Castle, and I've seen some pictures there, what they looked at, and they have really nice things. The bows, of course, but then the bows is really difficult. It's not yes. that easy to get to. Because um, that's the thing, it's trying, because obviously Platt Hall in Manchester has amazing things. Mm. And you can you can do that in a day, but it's a lot for a day. Yeah, and they're closed, so. Oh, they're closed? Yes, <laughs> mm. as far as I know, I think they oh, are. Oh, wow, I'm going to really have to think about it for next yeah. year. Because I think you get so much from actually seeing the clothes themselves. Yeah, it makes such a difference. Mm. Yeah, It's like you suddenly, suddenly things fall into place in your head from having seen them. As images. Yeah, or really, either they fall, fall into place, or sometimes people say that it's not how they... Even it, even true. though they had yeah. seen photos or illustrations, it's not how they imagined how they imagined it. What yeah, I find interesting sometimes when I get things out, I um, often struggle with whether I should take the typical or the not typical oh, I'm often yes. inclined to take you know what people would expect and not the what seems like the outlier but probably isn't an outlier because yeah. um, I'm sort of yeah I still struggle with that sometimes which but which it, one well, which one I should it take should be one and should sometimes the other yeah it, I guess no, but it mm. is difficult and it like I know you know when I did my enormous troll of Claire McCardle and 30s and 40s American sportswear it was so enlightening to see lots of one designer's work or of and then to think about her peers in relation to her work and just you start to understand the details that make couture couture Mm. you know like the inside of the dress and the little things like the little tag to keep your underwear straps in place and like the Vionnet dress we saw had dress preservers yeah and just those little, but but just like the way the cut is so intelligent in terms of thinking about the body and how the body's going to move in relation, or you know, with some like forties, fifties, how you're just trying to keep the body in place yes. in this mm. ideal form this cage, through, the, yeah. through the layers, yeah. And also, it's I think, I mean, sometimes it's it's also good to see a miss where yes. you know you. Yes. you and you can see it's a mess, you know, you can, yeah. you look at it and you think, mm, I, I, mm, I don't think this quite <laughs> worked out. Yes. Maybe yeah. it's wrong, you know, that the designer might have had a different idea about it. But, but I think it's interesting if you, if you know what they sort of normally were trying to do. Yeah, and then... no, exactly, because you understand their work better. But also, if you only look at fashion photographs and illustrations, you're only seeing idealized representations. Yeah. If all you know, it's all held, held together with bulldog clips. Yes. At the back. 
and and you also get to see that some designers don't really care about construction yes that's and true detail mm. you know even though they're very expensive and elite they mm. they are not well made yeah that's true um or they don't use nice fabrics. And also, if, if you only see it in black and white and then you see the colours, yes, you sometimes think difference. this person does not understand colour. Mm. Or you you know, you know appreciate the beauty of the colour. The colour. It, it, it's really important. I mean, I think it's got more and more... It's got sort of trickier taking students to yeah. collections because more and more places charge, but we don't have budgets to pay mm. for that, which is difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, on a, a quick, a very quick question yeah. or aside, I always wonder whether people who were used to black and white photos could interpret the the shades and knew what color they were. Yes, I yes, don't that's think so. I've been thinking about. Mm. Well, I I think I th- I like to imagine you can with some, mm. but also it's interesting how the captions are so much more important yes, with the true. images than mm. because they describe the colors. Mm. and I love it like I love on Instagram posting something that looks like I posted this photograph recently of these like beach pajamas and a little sort of play suit and they look so lovely and black and white and the descriptions they sound outrageous it was <laughs> like emerald green with a pink band that they'd got a floral pattern on they'd got sequins on the floral pattern you know they had yellow green blue and pink now that could go either way yes that could mm-hmm. be a masterly work of art or that could be a hot mess. Yes. But in black and white, you it just know. all looks lovely. Mm. And, and you know, sometimes it is a real surprise when you look at it and you think, oh, that's so strange, it's so elegant. And then you read the colours and you think, oh, that may not be quite so yeah. like that. Mm. So, yeah, it's really fascinating, I think. And yes, I'm hoping because she was very nice, the curator, and she was saying to them, make appointments before December to go Mm. yourselves. Mm. So I'm hoping, I think the students will go back and see Mm. things because it it does really open your eyes and it it makes you see better. Yeah. Well, that's a good note to end on. Yes. Let's all see better. Okay. All right. I'll talk to you soon then. Yeah. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.